Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GZ Chop Shop. Let's go. First Guys, this week's episode is going two. to be... He couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. I was itching. I was itching. It's been a long... It's he was, been a long he was eager. And I missed episode one. It has been one. a long break. Yes, guys, we are actually all back together. It's been a little while, but it is so good to be back with you guys. And this this week's episode is going to be jam-packed. I mean, holy crap. We we have got a lot to cover, guys. So Yeah, let's uh let's just let's just get to it. Yeah, shall we? Shall we just dive on in? Shall yeah, we just so we just get into the nitty-gritty? All right, so starting off with our favorite topic. As you guys know, my, my always number one topic to start off with is uh, Twitch. Good old <laughs> Twitch. Our favorite streaming Welcome. platform, Twitch. <laughs> so <laughs> an article recently came out um, about pretty much about them losing uh, losing viewership. And, and if you guys have been catching some of our past podcasts, you realize we have covered this and talking about like, you know, the rise of Mixer and big streamers leaving the Twitch platform. And now, now it's like, they, it seems like they can't really hide anymore that they are actually losing not only their streamers, but the viewership with those streamers. And uh, we were already saying like this was going to happen. I know a lot of people look at it like, you know, Twitch is the juggernaut. And, and yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. Twitch is not going to just fall from their throne of grace overnight. It's going to be a very slow burn, but a burn nonetheless. Uh, I don't think it's really going to be a slow burn, though. I think eventually, uh, probably within the next, I give it a year and a half. You give them a year and a half before it really makes a dent? Shit, it's going to fucking crash. I mean, they just recently lost courage. It'll it'll uh, crash, but it's obvious that these guys are all moving to other platforms. A lot of your big streamers are moving to other platforms. And then, you know, one thing that I noticed in there was where are they going? Well, they're going to Mixer and they're going to YouTube. And the one thing mm-hmm. and how YouTube is really starting to push their gamers again. But mm-hmm. that there's an obvious reason behind that because, you know, the majority of their top money makers on YouTube are gamers. Uh, yeah. You know, with guys Even like Vanoss PewDiePie and, you know, the list goes on. But you know, even there with the YouTube live and their streaming platform has just 
significantly improved. Um, f at least from when I first started watching streamers on YouTube. Like, that whole platform is... And it's super accessible. You don't have to download any apps or any other apps than just your YouTube app. Um, it's easy to use, you know, you, and you can pretty easily find people on YouTube, you know, just right. by searching and yeah. Yeah. I, so yeah, I think so that makes sense. The reason I say it's going to be a crash and burn situation it is because streamers are going back to YouTube, right? So think back to how long ago was it? I like 2014 when YouTube first got mm -hmm. the whole hey fuck out of here gamers we're trying to go back to our roots and shit mm -hmm. and they pushed all these streamers out all these streamers out and then Twitch picked them up right YouTube's platform in terms of streaming their like payout and everything else doesn't sound that great but if you're willing to go back to a company that pretty much burnt you already and burnt a bunch of gamers already because the big premier fucking platform is doing so much harm and wrong to streaming as a whole, you're just like, man, fuck it, I'll take this out. I'll go ahead and take this pay cut just so that I can actually put my product out on this platform. That shows Twitch is falling so hard behind on times and everything else. Then to make matters even worse, look how Twitch is promoting itself again. Now, you have more people going into Twitch for just chatting and damn near webcam mm -hmm. fucking shows. Yeah. It's trying to yeah. be like a PG version of Cam Soda or some shit. Bro, it is Cam Soda. <laughs> That's all it is. It's becoming Cam Soda and we can deny it all we want, but that is literally what Twitch is looking like right now. Is Cam Soda mm -hmm. 2.0? It's just and they're, and they're just trying to stop hold that, on. Just stop you, right? Yeah. You, hey, you can do almost anything you want as long as you don't show a tip. Bro, that is what. Uh, but, but but Twitch is getting pretty borderline on on that shit with some of the right. people that Itachi's been bringing up. Right. Oh have, man. But you have these streamers bad. on Twitch right now that are literally what one girl was in fucking boy shorts and a sports bra streaming the whole way through, right? And I'm sorry to say, I've seen enough women in boy shorts. If you have the right assets to fit in boy shorts, them shits ain't boy shorts. Shits <laughs> 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 mm -hmm. yeah. one step away from becoming a string. And I mean, just from the screen grab. It, it, the, the way she was sitting, you couldn't even tell that she had on shorts in the first place. Yeah. And I went, I, and I even did a side by side picture of her uh, and a cam girl. And I'm like, girl. yo, tell, tell, tell me what? the difference. Don't get it fucked up. Those shits was I. Those shits was I. Don't get it fucked up. It's the that, wrong platform. That cam girl was. I need it for research purposes. <laughs> for research purposes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, research. But, right. But basically, what, what is happening. You're the image. You know that. Yeah, but basically what I feel is happening is uh, why I feel a lot of these big streamers are leaving is because their brands are at risk on Twitch. 
I'm I'm gonna go on a limb here and say their brands are at risk on Twitch. It's not so much the money now there could be a back you know there could be some back arrangements where let's say amazon wanted to cut how much they were making in revenue because amazon wants to pocket more of that money in with income uh there's there's so many other factors they might not like how ads are being shoved down everyone's throats on twitch because right now twitch is ad central to the 20 millionth degree and it's very very bad um and we're talking like you know up to over a minute minute and a half ads and now that they've given ad power to affiliates and if they know affiliates are desperate to make money especially if they don't they're have a big spamming uh, that fucking they're just spamming button. ads yeah and at yeah. the same time they're they're it's like a trade-off it's like you spam ads at the cost of potential viewers because people don't want to sit through ads so they're going to go until yeah. they find a stream that doesn't doesn't have an ad um, yeah. And in the end, you know, Twitch is still going to make a killing off of it because they're breaking it 50 50 with the company that are promoting all these ads. So they're making revenue of all these different companies. And every time their ad gets played, Twitch gets that money. Twitch gets the money from the subs. They get half of all the bit revenue. So they're getting their money. Um, right. But, you know, the yeah. streamers are taking a very big pay hit. And a lot of people aren't realizing that because they're like, oh, you know, I've got ad power, you know, Twitch isn't that bad. But if you look at Twitch from a business standpoint and you take streaming seriously as a business, you step up beyond it being a hobby and into more of the business aspect, like a lot of these big streamers such as uh, Courage and and Shroud and Ninja, uh, you then realize that they're looking at it from, you know, either they're taking the pay cut or they're they're not happy with the direction Twitch is going and how they are approaching certain situations such as, you know, racism, uh, the, the presence of uh, over-sexualization on the platform. And I feel a big, big part for a lot of the moves for some of these streamers is the over-sexualization uh, on Twitch because you've got people now from like you know and we just say just chatting category because it's very prominent in the just chatting category uh, that are you know like we always say you know yoga dancing belly doing whatever for for money and if anything it's more of an insult to people such as those streamers who have taken time to build up their skills be it be it a game be it their entertainment presence and they've made a name for themselves. They built a brand. They've put in these hours of work. And then you have someone come along and they rack up 32,000 plus followers because they're like, yo, I have no shame. I can borderline show you my biddies, borderline be naked and make just as much as you. And, you know, when you come to the business table, if, if I was in a meeting and I go, if I was in a business meeting, with like, say, Twitch or whatever platform that's, we'll say, allows us, I would go, okay. I am doing all of this for you guys. I'm doing all of these sponsorships. I'm doing all these promotions. You pick me because I am amazing at my game. That is skill. That is practice. That is hours of dedication. I have to maintain thousands upon thousands of viewers. If you're letting so. this certain so-and-so onto the platform, breaking your terms of service, contracts that everyone signs, we all, when you make affiliate, we all sign this contract. We all sign the same contract. If you are letting people so reach contract, bail, and I know you're gonna hate what I'm about to say, to shoot them is shred a bail. 
And I'm not saying I agree with this. Listeners, before you sit here think, oh, nah, Burns just like seeing some ass. No, no, that ain't it. <laughs> shoot them. I mean, the shoot the them. Is, but. I, no, no. <laughs> so to shoot them a minuscule amount of bail, right? This is going, this is probably going to get me cursed out when I say this. But people still see gaming as a niche. As a fad, basically. Well, I, I don't oh, know that it's a fad, true. but it, it, I mean, it definitely but is a, lot of a, it, let's, a let's niche market. It's a huge niche market. But at the end of the day, here, most people, most people, I'm saying, not with our similar backgrounds and shit like that, are looking at it saying, yo, this shit's going to burn out within the next couple of years. That is what they're thinking, right? So you have these other individuals that see this market is like, hey, I could be the first big person to be on this gaming platform market and change it up for something else and make that money. Do you know how famous I'm going to be, right? So these pseudo cam girls coming through, right? And I'm not saying it's right what the fuck they're doing because that's just stupid as fuck. Just go to cam soda and make your money that way. But these pseudo cam girls come through. They're like, oh, I can sit here and some boy shorts and a fucking push-up bra call it a day and I could get that 10,000 out of somebody within the next like couple of months. If I do that and then Twitch hires me on to be a be a partner that's double that's double difference. I'm now in line looking at Twitch like hey I'm this big star for you guys now after Ninja left so Y'all need me to bring in viewership any fucking way, so y'all gonna pay me what I asked them for. And then on top of that, they're working the angle to where they don't have to get completely fucking naked on Cam Soda and do what the fuck they gotta do. Is it fucked up that I'm saying that? Yes, of absolutely. I think the it is the other up. thing about Twitch is the accessibility to things that maybe you don't want, like your brand to have. Because, like, you can just be scrolling and, and see things, you know, like, say that you exclusively go to Twitch, you know, just to watch Itachi. That's the only thing that I want to see. Only is, reason I'm on Twitch. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't want to watch Bullet Sponge. I just want to watch Itachi. It's the only thing. Right. But over here on the side, I got all these things, right? You know, and three-fourths of them are things that maybe Itachi doesn't want to be affiliated with his channel and those filters that Twitch has are not nearly as good as some of the other platforms like say say you're creative right on YouTube when I go to that sidebar on YouTube all the videos on the side and people that are live on YouTube I can guarantee almost every single one of them is a creative or a maker of some type. And so they're you're not they're relatable. showing your ass. Like, no, I'm I'm saying like like um let's just say, you know, like I'm watching uh a woodworker on YouTube. All my sidebars over here on the side are gonna be probably other woodworkers or makers of or some kind of D- DIY projects or some right. shit. Or mm-hmm. makers, DIYers leather workers so on and so forth and that's all i'm gonna see over there i'm not gonna see you know like just something that i don't want to see 
I'm not going to see something that's not related to that. So I think that's something that Twitch, if they could get their act together and say, okay, I'm I'm here to watch Itachi. And Itachi is playing, what, COD. We'll just say COD. Yep. I want everybody on that side to be playing FPSs, pretty okay. much. Does that make sense? I'm watching a COD streamer. I don't want to see fucking Minecraft on the fucking yeah. side of the screen. Oh, like, and Bullet Sponge? Yeah. Uh, move your cup. Yeah, your cup's in the way. <laughs> I'm I so going to zoom in on that. I was trying to get some free advertising. He's trying to advertise on the side. I'm going to zoom in on that cup for the video. Yeah, but I understand what you guys are saying. However, comma... Unfortunately, unfucking fortunately with Twitch, Twitch is not going to think like that. Like we can sit here and try to say oh, not. we shoot them with some bail, and that's what the fuck they're planning on and all this other shit. But that is not how they're going to think. They're going to be like, hey, Twitch is milking this person, a cow. This is the person going to give me the most money. I'm sorry to say this, right? And she's probably phenomenal with what the fuck she does. But have you ever sat down and watched a Pokemon show? No. Well. Like, I've, I've never, I've never watched down and watched that shit. Have you ever sat down and watched what the fuck's old girl's name? Belle Defeat. Nope. Uh, nope. Bruh, not not interested after the Bathwater thing. Uh, bruh, he, he, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Bathwater. People went out of their way to shell out fifty dollars for some bathwater. That they got the hurt from. Bruh, I am. So <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I mean, that's 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 some next. I, I it wasn't even. Wish, didn't she come was, out later and even little... admit it wasn't her actual bathwater? Just some stuff she threw together. Yes, yes. And I, I'm about to get to that point before fucking bullet fucks me up. And now I'm hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, before you continue. I would have oh, said God. the same. I would have said the same thing if people start claiming they got fucking hurt for my bathwater that I sold. Just saying. Just He's right. Saying. He's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was going to point that out. So, it was her boyfriend's bathwater. Because you can't catch herpes like that. It, it takes a lot more contact than other shit. But that's the medical side of things. And I'm not going to go there on this podcast. Right? So, fuck. With Belvedere, right? You mean to tell me she is so interesting that you sat there and watched her fucking stream from minute one to hour end? No. Fuck no. I know what you came there for. Bro, she has finessed so many video capturing platforms between Twitch, Pornhub, you name it, Snapchat. She has finessed Mm -hmm. the system. That woman is the grade A hustler of the fucking se- decade for me, right? Outside of Absolutely. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian from that <laughs> fucking 2000 to 2010. Belle Defeat 2010 to 2020. She finessed the fuck out of the system, right? I ain't had to show shit. Motherfuckers bought bathwater for $50. That shit is nasty. You mean to tell me you was... I, I'm not drinking so much bathwater. And you know, and, and just to just to interject, it's not that we're shaming a like if you've got your thing, you've got your thing. What we're just, what we're trying to get to is the crux of why Twitch, Twitch is taking these hits. Bro. And 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 what Twitch is doing right now is they're milking a cow 
uh, for money. And basically, because I am looking at, I, I before I blocked, because I started having to block a lot of it. <laughs> I started blocking a lot of those recommended streamers popping up because it was getting it was getting annoying. And you cannot tell me that Twitch's algorithm wasn't targeting demographically on purpose because as I follow a pretty even number of male and, and free female streamers. So for me to follow the one streamer that I actually enjoyed that happened to be in just chatting that day for my recommendations the next day to be almost full of yoga and belly, belly dancing and this you know streamer who we won't name to keep popping up on my feed as recommended i first i thought it was based off views but when you look no. at the statistics as they always like to say you know the males still dominate the platform in terms of views i said well i was getting all the females in said category that were dominating in views so it's not based off of views it's 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 something in their algorithm that they're assuming most of the viewers are male have in common um so and that we're, we're all going to go head over heels for it right and the other issue with twitch is in that people seem to leave the fuck out of the equation half of twitch is probably about ranging from the age of Mm, I'll shoot them Nine to 18. And they are diehard video game fans, right? I would say, I would say, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, not saying like, all like, like, stereotypes well. is real, but there are some stereotypes about nerds in sexual activities that are very fucking true. We have met a couple people but like they, that. But, you know, but the thing is, it's been, it changes, it's, they it's are changing allergic. over here. So here's the thing with the way gaming is no longer shamed the way it was when we were growing up where like you, you know, unless you were playing something like a first person shooter or a sports game, most of the time you never admitted to playing video games. You just kind of kept that to yourself in an in a new era of video games being accepted as a mainstream media, as a form of entertainment, as a as a hobby, you would think that that idea would have faded away it's like it's socially acceptable to be able to play video games so what is happening but you've seen them dudes that are like that though bro pocket protector and fucking extra thick glasses why so the fuck I'm glad you got you, bifocals I'm on when you're 16 you, years old is beyond me so I'm glad you brought that up because there's two there's two types so here's the thing and this is where I say had, uh, bifocals which, at 16 Oh, <laughs> he has definitely fucking Coke bottle glasses. Oh, Dude, I got Coke bottle glasses now. Jesus. Nah, those so are what they, they targeting? They, they put nah, my BCGs nah. to shame. Nah, those glasses oh, are BCG, part of the norm. The new BCGs Same are easy. Our shits is part of the norm now. I'm talking okay. about shits where shit look like this, right? And I know the viewers with, can't see with, what the fuck I'm with doing. With the bar right across. Now. Right. Oh, He's talking about the ones that big. cover up about a good 50% of your face. They, like, right. they go yeah, above yes, your eyebrows yes, yes, and to, to yeah. almost to the bridge of your nose. So here's the thing. I don't think it's not nerds. It, it's not, and I, I'm saying nerds and, and geeks and stuff. It's not them that uh, started this trend. This is going back to something I said before. When these uh, personalities, as I call them, 
come to the Twitch platform, they're bringing a fan base from somewhere. A few of them started on Twitch, but 90% of them are bringing their fan base from Instagram, OnlyFans, and whatever other website they were already on that they had to show maybe more than they were willing to to get the attention um, to a platform such as this trying to trying to benefit from the lonely gamer lonely nerd stereotype and then they're bringing those people over and then like I said before in like many other podcasts then those guys once they're done streaming then those guys spread like wildfire through the rest of the category because they're thinking well if this streamer's here and does it then why doesn't this one I can't tell you how many times I've been in some of my friends streams the, my, my female friends and they're streaming and some random douche just comes in and they're like oh hey take off your shirt hey show this body part and they all have to go what the you know what i don't shame i don't shame but it's not that kind of stream i'm sure you can find someone that will be more than happy to do that but that's not here that's that's not what we're about and it just shows that twitch allowing twitch is turning a blind eye to it just point blank they're turning a blind eye to it because they're like well this person's making us money we're not going to partner them so that, you know, if a legal thing rises up, our asses are covered. We're not going to partner them, but we're not. We're going to pretend we don't see it because they're making us so much money. And they recently put out a tweet, which is something I wanted to get to uh, before we move on top. They recently put out a tweet about, hey, we're itching to look at some new streamers. Who should we check out? And, you know, everybody's looking at it like, oh, my goodness, this is a popular plug. Hello. When have you really known names. Twitch to make a tweet like that? Exactly. They're looking so for people names. to replace They're looking them. To replace them. They're looking to replace them. And this says that even they know they can't use the people from those said categories because then that would change their brand altogether. It would break all the contracts and then Twitch would just become a madhouse. And then it would become, right. let's just be honest, it would become Pornhub. Uh, so it would just become a live Pornhub. A lot, a lot of people, people on Twitter are probably looking at that as like, oh, they're, they're looking to maybe a chance to, move some to get a name for myself. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and then the realists, mm-hmm. the realists are like, no, <laughs> so, realistically, because it was too convenient. The timing was too convenient. So, when the article released, I, and the stats came out. They lost some of their top stars and they need to make new ones. That's exactly. People aren't fucking with, what was his name? The one that kept saying the N word multiple times. Tfue. So, people stop fucking with TV as much as they were. I mean, he's, of course, he still has that fan base and everything like that. But people oh, of course, kind of felt away after the third time, which is beyond me that they let it happen a third time, right? Um, Ninja left, Shroud left, fucking who else left? There's a Courage Yugi. left, Dr. Uh, Dis- Valkyrie left. Yeah. Dr. Disrespect is uh, going to stay there because he just doesn't give a fuck. I mean, but look at the people that they still have left. Look at the people they have left. Look at what their motto is. Dr. Disrespect. His name says it all. He's literally Dr. Disrespect. He has no problem being disrespectful, obviously, but at least he can admit to it. T-Few. Right. T-Few has no problem dropping racist lingo. So right now you're said the N word as much as I did on a Tuesday. (laughs) So, So exactly. So you've got two people here 
representing Twitch right now as your top streamers that have no problem with bad humor, being insulting, and just all around offensive. It, where at least not, with the streamers you had before, they were community friendly. I'm actually a big fan of Dr. Disrespect's Twitter. How he always calls Ninja and Shroud out on shit. It's fucking hilarious. So, and the other thing I want to point out about that, right, is... But the other a thing that we got, I think former that- cosplayer turned porn star versus a former porn star turned cosplayer, right? Uh, y'all seen Boy Meets World? That's a right? slippery slope. I can't think of a That's a slippery slope. Of course, you've seen Boy Meets World. Should we Take be saving this breaks. one? The no, 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 so the chick that played Rachel in Boy Meets World from season five till season seven. Oh, the, right? the tall redhead? Yeah, her. Yep. So after Boy Meets World, she went on to do like Young and the Restless or something like that. And after that, she got into cosplay, right? When she was doing cosplay, she was also doing streams and everything else. And then further and further down that rabbit hole, probably like a couple years ago, probably like two years ago, she became a porn star, right? When she went to porn, she was like, I'm stop mess. I'm not doing any more streams because I don't want that side of my business and this side of my business to interject with each other. I respect that out of her. Completely respect that out of her. That's the point I was going to get to with her. Now, vice versa. There's two former porn stars, I should say. Mia Khalifa, being the first one I'm going to bring up. Mia Khalifa went did porn for the short amount of time that she did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Then, remember back in like 2017, 2018, she started streaming. Yeah, but she, she started was just doing, trying to do a bunch of different things. I mean, she was also doing uh, she was also in like Barstool sports commentary. Yeah, yes. she was she was doing some stuff with Barstool, and then she was doing yeah. like commentating for like NBA G League. And like, like yeah, <laughs> you know, the bottom of the But there is the point I'm trying to get to with what she with her whole thing, right? So she was doing all this, and one of the very first things she said, and this is one of the few moments I shoot her bail, and I actually have a lot of respect for her about saying what she said. It's hard to do coming from Burn. Yeah. (laughs) When she was streaming, anytime anybody brought up her past about those short few months of her doing porn, she was like, hey, I don't do that shit no more. Do not talk about it. Don't bring that here. I'm I'm not a porn star. I don't do that. You can leave and she'll ban the person right off that. Right? She even went on radio talk shows, right? And one of the talk show hosts tried to bring up her porn past. She flipped out, walked right the fuck out. I don't do that shit no more. Leave that shit alone. It's a dead subject. Right? So the reason I brought up those first two women is because I actually have respect for them for actually being like, you know what? I'm trying something new. Do not associate me with being some new model. I'm a female that likes this genre. Leave me the fuck alone about what the fuck else I do. I respect that. Now, the vice versa yeah. is Cats. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Liz Cats was a former porn star that went into streaming and cosplaying. The reason she went into streaming and cosplaying, even though she tries to deny it all she wants, but one day she did admit to the shit, she makes more money being a cosplayer than she ever did in porn. <laughs> And she gladly brings that shit up. Somebody will be like, well, oh, you used to be a porn star. Well, yeah, but 
I made more money off of you guys by not getting naked, so ha. Leaving <laughs> <laughs> even some stuff to the imagination, being a tease, but right. I mean, we um, could like <laughs> we so could go we on and have this sort of uh, all day. Yeah. But we did have a subject, and we just blew what. Like thirty minutes of our fucking talking piece. Yeah. <laughs> on this yeah. subject, I think yeah, it's time so, to move on to the next one. So we are, we I are definitely going to do I that. But we are going to take a, we're going to take a quick break before we uh, we move on to that to that next segment. Let everybody take a quick breather here. So hang tight, guys. Usa. We will be right back after the break. All right, and we are back. So moving on from that spicy little topic we had in the uh, first segment, we are just going to roll right into our was it, gaming. Was, it, was that yes. last topic? Was it ranch spicy? Oh. Uh, oh, my was, God. Was, ah, you know what? And before we even go there, so delays, I guys. I did so not say many. So many delays. So I, we're just gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna break down each one. But right now, in case nobody knew, but everybody probably does, because they've been keeping eyes on these games for a while. Final Fantasy VII, Cyberpunk 2077, and Avengers have all been delayed. Ooh. Yes, uh, we we have the new oh. dates for you guys. With Final Fantasy VII, I'm not as hurt. I'm, it was only delayed a month. So. Final Fantasy 7 I feel like they announced this game like 10 years ago it feels like you know when, no, whenever they, they busted out they busted out the the first trailer at E3 what three years ago is that does that sound about right oh it was, it yeah, was, right. It was I think it was longer I mean, than that it's so and, and I hate when game companies do that because then it just gets me excited for something that I can't have until I forget about it and then it comes back around you know and it's like i don't yep. care that you decided to make a game until i can see like actual gameplay footage and i know for sure that this is coming out and we have an actual set release date that isn't three and a half years from now like i don't care that you're on day three of development <laughs> so the reason i mentioned final fantasy not being that disappointing for me and this is gonna sound super bad when i say this so, Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy VII remake was announced almost 20 years ago. Believe it or not. Holy shit, are we that old? Yes. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. So, here's what I want y'all to think about. The Final Fantasy VII remake was announced at the same time as Kingdom Hearts 3. And Final Fantasy Versus 13. Each of those oh, games man, were announced in like 2005-2006. Cry in the yeah. car if you want to. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, cry in the car. So, because you know, my like, whole... obviously, I I know I've talked about it on here hundreds of times, and you guys all know that Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite games ever. Right. I think a lot of people that enjoy JRPGs put it in probably in their top 10 somewhere uh yeah. and it's definitely in my top five for playstation uh, ps1 uh jrpg piece 
in you know and i love turn-based rpgs even though they really don't make too many of them anymore uh and this remake isn't going to be one i think the story for final fantasy 7 is fantastic i'm excited to see the upgrades that you know that they bring into it and i'm exa- i'm interested to see how they're going to make the battle mechanics uh for it just because you know i don't know how you're going to do some of the things if you just make it like a a final fantasy I've- 15 type of battle mechanic have you played kingdom hearts enough but not like extensively that that was like one of my favorite game in high school so how it's looking it's basically the kingdom hearts 3 engine implemented in the final fantasy 7 right which eh, take it with a grain of salt how you feel about that right some people are going to be like, oh my god, that's phenomenal. I love Kingdom Hearts. While others are going to be like, bullshit. You are a turn-based game. Go back to what you are. Right? Because people want that want that classic JRPG feel. That, that familiarity. Right. But, like I said, take it with a grain of salt at this point. Now, the reason I'm just like, okay, you got delayed. I first heard about this game and I was still in high school. The, the, the thing that I'll be interested to see is what they do with Materia because that was such a big part of part the story and in of, the game. Right. It's a, game a play, huge yeah. part of the story and the game. So how do you make, and there's so many options when it comes to using Materia. I don't know how you set that up with controller and things like that but I'll be interested to see what they do and how they do it I'm excited for it wish it was going to be you know a month earlier but as long as it's a quality game then I guess I'm okay (laughs) and that's why with Final Fantasy 7 like I said it's been almost two decades the fact that they're saying oh one more month and we're getting it I'm cool with that one more month. Bless you. God damn. Did that come <laughs> like that? Oh shit! I thought I muted my mic. God damn it. No, that sounded <laughs> like it hurt, bro. <laughs> I hit the mute button. What the fuck? Uh, nah, you ain't hit that mute button fast enough, bro. <laughs> so the fact that they're delaying the game for a month just to smooth out episode one. Right, hang on. Let's talk about the fucking bullshit of them releasing the right. episodes. That, I mean, that's the other thing <laughs> they have a problem with, but I've had a problem with that since they first announced that the game was going to be in episodes. Like, yeah. how are you going to make a game that was first released in 1997 into an episodic game? It's not that long. Like, <laughs> what I'm worried about is, is it going to be a $60 game per episode? You got me fucked up. I don't see it being sixty dollars. I do. It's not going to be sixty dollars per episode. It's what do you think? think Itachi, what do you think it's going to retail for? I think it'll retail between twenty to thirty at most. Uh, The scope of each episode is going to be massive, but they—they're not so dumb as to make it sixty dollars. Per episode, I don't will know. They, well, will I they think try what to milk it? Doing is they'll release it twenty dollars per episode, and then after that, 
they're obviously going to cash out because you know it's going to be a cash cow and you're going to pay sixty dollars for a full retail version collector's edition of all the episodes together and then they're going to release another version after that uh with uh some trinkets involved and this is why i say (laughs) i don't i don't believe it's going to be twenty dollars Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 are my two examples of this. Final Fantasy 15 released a $60 game that was half-ass completed. After that $60 game, each DLC was about, what, $10 to $15 for an additional two hours of gameplay, right? Safe to say, talking about the story of Prompto. Yeah, the individual stories, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was $15 a piece, right? Then you had Arden's story, that's another $20. And then if you wanted to just be on the safe side and not pay that $20, you could have bought the Kingdom Hearts, I mean, not Kingdom Hearts, fuck. Final Fantasy 15 the final edition. Yeah, the final. Yeah. $50. Flat out, right? But you were already behind because now you're re releasing a game that is three years old. To get all that additional content for fifty dollars, cool. Well, if you, if you go by that logic, too. they are going to release it. They are going to release it at ten to fifteen dollars at a time because if they release it at sixty dollars per episode, no one's going to buy their collector's edition because then they would People have to make a collector's Final edition of ridiculous. Bullshit. People will buy that price. shit no matter what. I see people buying it no matter what. Now, Kingdom Hearts. I mean, they're, they're going to make sales, but they won't make anywhere near as much money as if they did it as like a quote unquote layaway plan that's more affordable to the masses. Your collectors, yeah, you and right. far between, I'll give them into the thousands. I mean, your collectors, they'll buy that. Yeah, your collectors are going to buy things no matter what. You know, yeah. you know like I, almost every major game has some sort of box set bullshit you know that came with it i think the only one that i ever wish that i bought was do you guys remember when uh call of duty modern warfare 2 came out and it had the uh mvgs, MVGs? that came yeah. with it yeah, they actually had mvgs <laughs> to come with it so but no so we, and we, the reason we i bring up square the enix guy actually got it and was just like wearing around on this shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the reason I say well, I can honestly see them doing forty to sixty dollars. Is that Atachi? Huh? I wonder if anybody's actually still wearing those things. If they still wear. I don't think if, if somebody out there that is listening to this podcast has a one of those box sets for Modern Warfare Two, please tweet please us. Please let me know. Please, please let us. us know. Please send us an email. Drop us a voice. Let note. us know if the battery power is still alive and thriving. Oh I, I, God, I hope so. I, well, I believe they they worked with like a whole bunch of like regular batteries. That's wild. A lot yeah, of batteries. regular batteries. That's wild. Uh, I remember Danny putting in like a whole bunch of batteries into this thing and just like wearing them around the ship and. Like trying not to bump into people because with them with those things you don't have any depth perception, like yeah, yeah. at all. <laughs> but they actually worked, which is like the craziest part. Yeah. So oh, and like I said, that um, actually not for that. Screw the square English part. So the other game that's delayed that hurt my ever loving goddamn soul 
Or actually, no. Everybody's soul. Let's not go to Cyberpunk yet. Let's go to Marvel Avengers. Right? (laughs) No. So, Marvel Avengers, yes, I'm excited for the game. Don't get it wrong. I am super excited for that game. However, (laughs) if you look at the graphics for that game, that looks like a game that should have been released for the PS3. Or when the Avenger movie came out. Right? Can we agree with that? Or am I just being obnoxious? No, I agree with you. I mean, I, but I think the uh, yeah, they're a little I'm dated. Always, God always, damn it, bullet! You're muted. I'm always, always, always nervous about licensed games. Is that better? Right. Because yes. the majority of <laughs> oh, hold on, King Rufus, hold on, hold on. I gotta laugh about this. <laughs> so what wait, wait, wait. What happened? So you tried to burp. You muted your computer didn't work and then you muted your shit after you burped. What what happened is uh, my settings somehow got mixed around and my microphone was set to my uh, laptop microphone and not my microphone Mm -hmm. microphone. And Uh so the light was flashing. So I was thinking oh, that means it's on. We are grade A right here. (laughs) (laughs) This should just be the adventures of Bullet and his fucking technical issues podcast. <laughs> so I watched, I watched you mouth whatever you were trying to say and low key I wanted to not say anything. I was, I wondering, wanted, I was wondering why nobody was acknowledging anything I was saying. It's just because you don't matter anymore bullets but that, that's why I couldn't help myself anymore because I was watching you sit here look like you were getting angry because nobody was answering you. <laughs> so that's why I yelled that out. Yeah. Anyway, but, I, some of the things that I missed out on was, yes, I agree that the, the graphics look like PS3. Yes, I agree that the game should have been out when the Avengers movie came out. And uh, it's got to compete with Spider-Man graphics. Basically. I don't even think it needs so, to compete with Spider-Man graphics. Cut, I, think, I mean, to cut them you know, a little I don't bail. have Spider-Man because I don't have a PS4 because I'm an Loser. idiot. But, oh, uh... <laughs> but... From from all the gameplay that I've seen of Spider-Man, like it seems like it. But for the most part, most of the Spider-Man games in modern history are very good. I really or, like, I think Web of Shadows is one of my favorites. Right. I mean, but you can like you can go all the way back to like PS2 and the Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2 Spider- video. Spider-Man game. 2 is fucking amazing too. Right. I'm, uh, and it's still a, a very good game. Um, yeah. You know, but for the so most the, part, licensed tie-in movie games are don't uh, no. trash. They <laughs> or, usually, or, yeah, unless I mean, you're Spider-Man Two, they're, they're shovelware. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man unless two. they're unless they're uh, Spider-Man Two, you know, and they're they're so just they immediate cash grabs. So I guess that's the only yeah, thing they, that I am grabs. nervous about, even with an Avengers game. Uh, is that that's what we're gonna get? Is at the end of the day, the movie tie gonna sho- We're gonna get a movie tie-in shovelware game that is so, being marketed that like a triple A game or like a very good game, and, but that's not what we're gonna get. And usually, when there are delays, uh, problems. There are problems, and that's when you get uh, Duke Nukem. You know, <laughs> no, Duke Nukem Man. is a whole other story. Oh, I mean, that's a wild story. That's, that's a whole life. Whole Duke Nukem is yeah. like 
We could go into that for for days. Somebody deserved getting a fist fight over Duke. <laughs> there should have been like so three execs in the middle of a boxing uh, ring just swinging. I, I want to cut them a little bail here, though. I want to cut them a little bail on their delay. And the little bit of bail is they probably could have. They probably wanted to one announce and two release sooner, which is probably why the graphics are the way they are. But at the same time, I don't think they wanted to be attached to the movies for that reason. They didn't want to be right. attached to the movies as a movie tie-in. So releasing around that time, people are going to... Uh, Automatically. Two things are going to happen. Yes. Two things are going to happen. When they get their characters, they're going to want their movie counterparts in right. appearance and in voice. You don't mm-hmm. give them that around the time that the movie came out, you're you're gonna flop. People are gonna yeah. crash your game before yeah. it even hits the market. Only, God forbid, Rob imagine Downey that Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, mm-hmm. for him to do some voice acting is gonna cost millions. Oh. Yeah, it's it's gonna cost. It's gonna blow the yeah. budget for that game out the water. Eight figures, easy. It'll, they wouldn't even be able to complete the demo for what it would right. cost. No, for, so, for what it would cost to get all of the huge stars that are in the Avengers series all to voice their actors yeah that that would just be yeah that would be a nightmare so um, and they probably have some they probably are, are are having to do some some behind the scenes stuff with Disney because Disney owns you know uh owns Marvel well quote unquote owns Marvel so there's there's some there's probably some behind the scenes things like they're de- dealing with the same way Jedi Fallen Order had to take the game back a little bit, make some changes because I think they had one push because the game was by Disney standards deemed too violent, Order. even though the saber combat was deemed realistic. I mean, that's like yeah, one Jedi big thing Fallen a lot of gamers Order have been out the so. back is because of dismemberment, which lightsabers do. Disney so, like, nah, yeah, you're not sure popping nobody's head off in my shit. But with the, with the Avengers game, though, a big part of it is the engine. Their their engine for that game sounds phenomenal. You basically, whatever character that you're utilizing and that you choose, you get to customize how they look, their abilities, their armor, a whole nine yards, right? So... Say for instance, I'm gonna use Tony Stark as the example with this because that's the example they gave, right? With Iron Man, you can choose whatever Iron Man suit is available in the game, right? So if you want to choose the current Bleeding Edge armor, cool, you can do that. If you want to use the Hulkbuster armor, yeah, you can do that. If you want to use the Mark One, you can do that. And they each have their own unique set of abilities. But on top of having their own unique set of, of abilities, you can take abilities from one armor and place them on the other to mix and match abilities so it better suits for combat, right? What um, they a lot of people are believing the delay is caused from is the fact that they didn't implement that system the best way that they could have possibly done. Because that, if you think about it, that system would be fast. Just Iron Man alone has hundreds of suits that you could choose from and you're just gonna have to deal with mixing and matching mark one abilities well mark one suit with bleeding edge technology with thor buster fucking about abilities and powers that's fucking wild 
Yeah, that would be kind of crazy. They, they just, just kind of probably bit off more than they can chew. I just want to walk around with the, the Mark One armor and like blast people with the Hulkbuster shit. That's all I want to do. This is the bulky fucking suit. <laughs> just oh, look, taking look, up at 90% piece, of look at street. this piece of shit walking shit. around. And then you have that <laughs> fucking ion cannon coming out. And you're like, oh. Oh. I, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I made a terrible judgment call. All right, Don't but, judge but moving on to the heartbreaker. And we're going to just be real brief on this one um, because there wasn't a lot of information put out about it. But for those of you guys that are eagerly awaiting Cyberpunk 2077, it has been, and I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off, it has been pushed all the way back six months to September 17th. Ouch. Yeah, just going to rip the Band-Aid off on that one. Vague, but they basically said, hey, we have the ability to push out a full game right now, but we want to make sure all the bugs are out of this game. That was the only message they gave. You don't want to get a game like that. I fucking be bobbed it release. Yeah. So here's what I think is happening, and I would say, you know what? It sucks. Yeah, we, because we don't want a WWE that's the new Norm for game. K20, uh, oh my scenario gosh, we on don't your want hands. That. We don't, so we don't fucking want that. So what I'm thinking is happening, and this is me for the first time cutting bail on a game getting delayed. I think, and this is where I say, and I've said it before in podcasts, where the consumer kind of becomes our own enemy and a lot of people are kind of going to think like what are you talking about tachi the hype train isn't built uh the hype train can get started by the developers and that game announcement but that's their job they want you to be ready they want you to get interested they they, you know they want you to start your pre-orders so they can get that revenue so they can keep expanding on the game but the real hype train gets big and blown up from us as the consumers and leaks and data mining Talk, and all the information and, and tweeting and talking and about it and what yeah what everybody hopes comes from the game and then all of these hopes and wishes and possibilities and possible leaks become quote unquote fact so as the game yeah, gets nah, closer and closer, and closer and closer and closer uh we are all expecting something when when you really think about it and you go back and you look at all your sources it's usually recycled information but you never have heard anything directly from the horse's mouth it's all from our source here and our source there and our cousins uncles brothers twice removed (laughs) you know husband's wife that lives 10 blocks down you know so it must be true it's Jim so it must be true. from down the way named Ray Ray that had some bootlegs. Hey, Ray Ray. <laughs> and you wind up with that, that, that situation of whisper down the lane. And what I think happened is as the game got closer, they probably started checking social media. They probably started, you know, and yeah, I'm going to say there's probably bugs that they got to work out, things they got to fix. But they have a lot riding on it because the hype train for this game is just so incredibly massive that they might have to add things that they might not have even thought about adding and implementing in the first place that they realize like, oh shit, people are looking for this. We didn't even know that this was going to be a thing. Uh, I guess we got to add it because the fact that they say, hey, we have a complete game. We have a playable game. This meant they already knew what they wanted. They knew what they were going to do. They knew what they were going to give us. The thing is, we changed. And I, and I say we because th- this is a, a community thing. We've changed the expectation of that game. 
because then you get a lot of these prominent I mean, you get a lot of these are, big YouTubers. There are certain games I mean, obviously over at the same time. Over the history of gaming, developers have been known to over promise and under deliver. Uh, <laughs> no Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah, but WWE, like, you, you can say No Man's Sky. You can say Watch the, the, Watch the, Watch the Fable series. That was just did a lot know, of that. You know, um, mm, and it, mm-hmm, it just goes mm-hmm. on for generations. Of, I mean, yeah, the list is the list is gaming. Uh, you know, but maybe they're trying to do the right thing. You know, by trying to give us every single thing that they promised because like the developers of No Man's Sky had to have known that their promises versus what the game was actually going to be on release day were going to be nowhere near nowhere you know and I, and, I, and just to cut them really really very quick bail really quick bail I'm not gonna I'm gonna go out here and say I don't entirely blame the developers I do blame the companies behind them that push for these crazy fast release dates because as far as we know when no man's sky released everybody pointed the finger at uh crap can't remember his name when i need to um scott murray everybody you know was like it's all you you do you 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 because nobody thinks about the investors that are you know behind them going hey can you release this game he went wrong was like when he was like Right before game release, he was going on like the Tonight Show, and he was things like that. Like he was doing interviews with like Stephen Colbert, like pushing, pushing, pushing things that were not in the final release of the game. And this was don't forget they are signed to contracts to get these to get these dollar signs. They they do have contractual obligations on what they can and can't say. You from you, you know. Right. Well, I will agree with you if that was a major if that was a major triple A release company that that game was coming from. Right? I'm saying a major. So like your rock Rockstar, Capcom, shit like that. I'll give you that. However, not with No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky was him going on a fucking raid, knowing he was about to release some bullshit just to get sales up. That's what I feel the difference is. But he knew he was about to release some bullshit day, and he just kind of... Itachi, I know you're a fan of No Man's Sky now. Oh, they fixed this shit. As, as a game. And they've continually fixed yeah. the game for no extra charge. So, I respect that. Uh, you know, but it's... It is what it is. Hopefully Cyberpunk it, it is, uh, yeah, it is what it is everything that we all want it to be yeah yeah so so just buckle in guys it's gonna be it'll be it'll be a uh it'll be, I feel like a long six months but you know this is a chance to play some games you may not have finished and speaking of games you uh, may not have finished uh <laughs> is this no, 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 about, we're just gonna, is this just about gonna nintendo be... and their wonderful pokemon expansion oh right okay. now it's so like let me say split this. down the lane let me just say this let me just say this because of the fact, fuck y'all fans, okay? Some of, <laughs> some of y'all ain't shit. No, 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 no. Wow. Fuck, this is going to get dark. This is going to get this dark. This got dark and it's Pokemon. You might no. need to uh, edit in a disclaimer right now because, so, like, 
I'm gonna say this <laughs> We do not condone. <laughs> no, the, I'm gonna say the, the veins are starting to pop. It burns. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it really is. Here. So. Oh no, he's frozen. Oh, 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 bro. I'm fucking frozen. I just saw this shit. <laughs> so, people have been complaining about Nintendo releasing a half ass game behind a paywall. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this once and for all. Bullshit. That is not a Nintendo thing. I get it. Most gaming companies do that shit. Oh, fuck no. I'll shoot Nintendo Bell all day for this shit. Fuck no, they ain't release this game behind a paywall. Nintendo spends, the Pokemon team spends years and years and years developing their shit. There is multiple Pokemon fucking teams that develop each game. It's never the same team exactly developing game. Same shit that Arc Systems does, where they have a red team and a blue team that develop different video games. Pokemon does the same shit, right? So Pokemon decided to go out of their norm, out of their normal realm, and develop a get their triple A title game for their fucking standalone consoles, not a handheld. So now they have to implement a bunch of shit via what would be best for the console and everything else like that, where they don't have to worry about downgrading their graphics for it to be on a 2D, well, uh, not 2D. But on a handheld gaming system, now they have to bump everything up to a 1080p system, right? They have to get all their fucking data so that it could be a 30 FPS or a 60 FPS fucking game. So that it runs smoothly and everything else like that. And y'all motherfuckers want to cry about Nintendo fucking so, releasing goddamn content afterwards? So before Suck he has an aneurysm, dick. <laughs> before Bird has an aneurysm, I'm going to jump in here. Uh, the fans' outcry, basically, to to kind of to kind of summarize his outrage. Uh, yes, they're fussing about the expansions being a, a, a poor excuse, you know, for releasing quote unquote an, an incomplete game and locking Pokemon we've always had access to behind a, a paywall, which it it is not. Um, what Pokemon? And if you pay attention, they've always done this. When you get the Pokemon game. Now, ever since they introduced Pokemon Bank and everybody was like, oh, we can bring our Pokemon over. They locked it down until months after the game had been out because they want you to experience the new game. They want you to yep. use new Pokemon. They don't want everyone bringing over their powerhouses, flooding the competitive realm and and, you know, skipping out on the new features of the game and, and, and also missing out. That, you could literally just walk through the Blast game. If you, if you, brought, you could walk through if, the game. If, yeah. you, if you brought over a multiple teams of fully developed Pokemon that you've been trading up exactly. since, you know, for or even, you know, right, or, since or pre be- pre-breeding them so that when you hatch them, they're low enough of a level that you can already have an ace 16 that just flies through the game. They, they knew people were going to do that. So they were like, hey, you know, you're going to have to wait a few months. Uh, and this is the same thing. It's no different with Pokemon Sword and Shield. The only reason why this is a fucking problem is because now it's on a fucking council. That's the only it's, reason it's people a, are complaining about. It's I wanted. I will. I will agree, and I will at the same time disagree. Um, the the ability to do something like that 
on the DS was just never going to happen. It, it just, just couldn't happen. The technology is just not there. Uh, so what it, everybody is raging about is Nintendo until recently was your go-to for free pretty much everything. They usually made their money through accessories, which was usually the most expensive on the market, but they were decent accessories. It was kind of like, you know, you were just expanding on your your whatever you had, their handheld, their console, whatever. Uh, but you knew you had free online, You your connectivity with friends was just always there. Nothing was behind uh, a paywall of any sort. Um, and which, by the way, they're, what they ask in fees for online and Pokemon Bank is actually not bad for like 30 bucks you could have pokemon bank online access and probably you know some dlc that they have but the point that i'm getting to is it's it's expansion exhaustion is what it is everybody was probably who has a nintendo was like well at least nintendo is still free ish and then they, you know, drop the online. And everyone's like, well, shit. Some shit. <laughs> People you are know, bitching about it. Which is understandable. That would have been another fucking game if it was on the handheld. But those same people which complaining I still, about yeah, this are the same wrong. people that bought Sun and Moon and then bought fucking the updated Ultra version Sun of Sun and Moon right after. Now, now I didn't later. complain about the... I didn't complain about it. The only one I skipped was Pokemon Black and White 2 because I heard the story wasn't that great for it still being the same game. Um, right. I did get Ultra Sun and Moon, but I knew what I was paying for. I knew what I was getting myself into, and I really liked the Sun and Moon game, so I had no problem doing so. Uh, but it's expansion exhaustion, and this is one of the damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of things. Um, everyone is... Let, let's be honest. The Pokemon fan base is still our age group and maybe slightly younger. So a lot of people are comfortable with the way Pokemon is. If Pokemon had come out and said, hey, we're releasing Pokemon Sword and Shield Ultra, nobody would have said anything. Because no. they, they know it. They that's, it. that's the norm. But when you go expansion pass, they're feeling ripped off because they're like, why couldn't that all be one whole game? And that's I mean, then you can say the same thing about playing about this whole yeah. goddamn thing. You mean to tell me you would have been okay spending another sixty dollars for Pokemon Sword and Shield two, but not okay with spending twenty dollars for brand new regions, brand new gyms, brand new Pokemon, and on top of that, brand new legendaries and all legendaries coming in and getting a gallon version of those legendaries. Kiss my ass. That's what it. That's the kicker, though. <laughs> that's the kicker, though. Oh, fuck. That's the kicker because they're they. Everybody has been a little bit better that they can't bring, you know, their their power. They, they've been struggling to bring their powerhouse teams over. And uh, what is happening is they, they, everyone's same argument is, why do I have to pay for what I've already had access to in previous games? Because I don't that's, want you to bring a level 100 Arceus over from fucking Pokemon <laughs> whatever version in I turnering all my goddamn Pokemon in my <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? And you know what? I, I, and I, you know what? I, I can't say I'm I'm with it. I'm with 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 the what Game Freak is doing in this regard. I do feel if I have a complaint with a Pokemon game, I do feel that they should make the character models 
uh, less copy and pasty, you know, add a little more okay. depth to the houses and the characters. That's my only real gripe with Game Freak and Pokemon as a whole. But them having it as an expansion, if there's any game that should have expansions to con- to, to reduce every year, having to fill up my freaking space or you know oh crap i gotta go out and grab this next pokemon game and then have no reason to pick up the older one then i would say pokemon is one of those games that needs an expansion because it's like now i don't have to constantly run out and get a new pokemon game every year and then you know how many pokemon games i have that i just don't touch because they're just out of date Uh, like it's just ridiculous you I, i can you probably have it one of every generation of Pokemon game, right? Or yeah, every like I have you know, at least of one the of two each releases, generation. You probably have one of the two releases of every single one, and probably both of a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my so, other yeah, argument, complaint, whatever you want to call. It, because yes, I am annoyed. Um, what the fuck was I about to say? Yeah, I think, but I, I think this is like you see this with any game that has like a. An ultra fan base that you know that like was real Thanks. hardcore fan base, and, and I think sometimes you just need to like take a step back and say, "Bro, it's Pokemon. It's not some that of the serious. fan base. Well, <laughs> some of the fan base. Yeah, and this is the creator saying this. Some of the fan base, if he allowed them to dictate how the game went, it would be it would not be fun. Every Pokemon that you ever had." All in Kanto region. You have to play the original eight, eight fucking gym bosses, gym leaders, just in Kanto. But we want all 900 plus Pokemon that are now out now, and all the legendaries all in one go. Kanto over and over again. Guess what? It's not that fun anymore. Right. Just like anything. It's not as and and it's the smallest world of all of the games. Right. Right. People are not happy with seeing all these other places. They want Kanto, and I'm just like, aren't y'all fucking sick of it by now? Kanto has been reintroduced nope. four times in Pokemon. You have, and it's not like the they, yeah, it's not like they just gen. ignored everyone. You have first gen, second gen, um, then when they reintroduced fucking Red and Green, and oh, then Fire Red, Fire Green. Yeah, and then when they reintroduced Silver and Gold. You had four times yeah, to play they, Kanto. I mean, they always come back. Fucking get off Kanto. <laughs> Make a new land. Well, you know, but I think a lot of that is also fans that are in our generation who grew up with Pokemon. Their first introduction to Pokemon was probably red and blue. This uh, is just a bitch. I, I understand it. You know, as a, as a classic game collector, I, I know that nostalgia is like huge. <laughs> you, you know, but also gets you in trouble sometimes, though. Exactly, it, it, it can, Time's and changed. that's why you know, like going back to Final Fantasy VII, I have high hopes for it, but I'm I'm not putting all my eggs into that basket because you know, what if it's not what I want it to be? <laughs> you know how nostalgia yeah. was ruined for me five years ago, right? Story time with Bird. Wait, five years ago, nostalgia was ruined for me because wife and I decided, hey, Power Rangers is on Netflix. Let's see what the fuck this Don't is. Don't watch it. 
yeah, word of advice, don't watch this shit. So I sat down, I'm like, man, I used to love this shit when I was five. Let me see what's up with it. I made it two episodes. Sober. <laughs> what? Oh, you made it that far? That was rough. I, I had to. Man, that shit hurt. The you know, first I'm five sorry. minutes hurt. The it's worth time. Uh, nah, nah, bro. I'm nah, it's fucking. I mean, I think, but I think with Pokemon or anything like that, where games that have been going on for twenty plus years that people have a lot of love for, people are always going to have the most love for the original. But if you were to just keep on releasing the original game over and over and over and over again, it's not going to sell. It's not no. going to be, no. you know, I know that there's, they're getting up there to close to a thousand Pokemon. You know, it, it's, they're damn near there, right? But I don't even know how many they have so, anymore. I stopped so counting after to, 151. So to, uh, to, to drop in my, my two cents before we hit our final topic of the, of the podcast, I, I, I just want to say this is, uh, probably why Hideo Kojima created a game like Death Stranding. He probably looked at the gaming market and saw, hmm, what's happening? Oh, we're f- you finally got the Kingdom Hearts 3 that was promised 20 years ago. We're remaking Final Fantasy 7. We remade Resident Evil 2, now remaking Resident Evil 3. Right. We are releasing Pokemon, but the outcry is Kanto, 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 so you want the same game over and over and over, but with the new Pokemon. Um, and the genre of every game, which is a good, you know, I've looked at a lot of videos on the topic. It's like, let's look at our main characters and their objective. You're either, you know, you, you've got the father daughter, uh, you know, archetype that became, becomes very, you know, popular with, what was it? You've got the the Walking Dead, The Last of Us, and there's a few other where you've got the father-daughter archetype. You've got, obviously, your super heroic Caucasian male uh, with amazing physical abilities that, you know, looking, looking at you, Nathan Drake. Don't get me wrong. I love Uncharted. I love Uncharted. Don't get me wrong. Um, And you've got all of these, you know, archetypes and stereotypes, you know, game (laughs) and gaming (laughs) types that are very uh, recycled. So you get someone like, you know, Hideo who comes in and he just makes a game like Death Stranding that just breaks the norm and everyone's confused. How long was it going to be before they asked him to remake Metal Gear Solid? Remake Metal Gear, exactly. And they're still trying to, you know, milk that that train. Like, they're still trying to get that and, and it's just, you know, we need something fresh, basically. We need something fresh, and it just sucks because Pokemon, it, 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 the name alone is what, you know, gets people. As soon as they hear Pokemon, they're like, Kanto? Kanto. And Pokemon's like, no, Kanto was like over 20-something years ago. We're we're moving on. We want to get a broader reach. So, you know, that's simple of nostalgia somewhat turned wrong. Mind you, I like the guy. Jason David Frank. <laughs> I was really hoping he was going to fight CM Punk in the UFC a couple years ago. Jason David mm. Frank is the prime example of nostalgia going kind of wrong. Good I mean, guy! Don't I can't. get it fucked up! But 
You played Tommy for 20, almost 30 fucking years, man. Yeah, cool, but you also, bro. you know, that's, that's, a, that's also making a living. And I respect that anybody that can make a living doing that, and you know, he went, of any he different went, way, that's he went, fine. Fought, he fought amateur MMA for a little while, too. I think right. he was I mean, but that's, He still does. He still does. But that's, does. that's never going to be his thing. I mean, you see guys like that all the time who had one very popular character and now they show up at every con and milk the uh, fuck out of it. Right. And uh, but that's, the diamond and that's, how, that's how you pay the bills and anybody that's got to pay the bills, yeah. you know. Hey. And uh, speaking of paying the bills, uh, let's talk about our good old <laughs> this man and really can pay like the bills. Seth McFarlane his, uh, his big move. Oh. This guy. No, Seth got the this bag. So for those goodness. of you that don't know what Seth MacFarlane did, Seth MacFarlane got released from his Fox contract, his Fox obligation contract. So now he is signed to NBC. However, all Come his on. shows on Fox are still able to make him money. So he still has access yep. to make Family Guy He's for Fox. He still has access to make American Dad for TBS. He still has access to Orville. make Orville with who? And on top of that, he has access to make brand new animated series with NBC that can further be branched out to Netflix, Amazon, or any other streaming competition. That man just got the back. Yeah, good for him. Middle finger to Fox. <laughs> yeah, but he's also been the most successful animated creator. For in 20 years, years. yeah, well, basically well, since I mean, and he, he I guess in, in the animated world, he is more successful than Greg Daniels, the creator of King of the Hill. But you know, Greg Daniels has gone on to you know create The Office and Parks yeah. and Rec, so <laughs> yeah, Ted, yeah. But, Ted, Ted, and A Million Ways to Die in the West are like two of my favorite movies, too. So he's got more than just the animation going for him. Right, but I mean that's I I think that's his his biggest money is you know family what he's guy. doing <laughs> for sure. I mean, Family Guy has been a stronghold in the animated world for twenty five years almost. Yeah, twenty. I don't even know what year it came uh, out. It was ninety eight, ninety nine. As I say, it was one of those years the the Patriots won the Super Bowl. I think it was like, like right around two thousand. It, saying that the Patriots won the Super Bowl the year that they uh, that Family Guy, I mean that that could be any time from uh, you know. Which okay, first episode was January thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. Good job, Burn. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so with Family Guy, all those shows, yeah, two hundred million. It sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. And, and the man knows what he's doing. Um, just don't be surprised if there are delays to certain shows while the transition happens slash has happened. So, uh, but the shows that you guys are expecting to come out will still come out. But like I say, just just don't be surprised if there are. The only uh, one I see delays. getting a delay is the Orville. I'm sorry. That's the only one I see. Which is really going to it's going to be a heartbreaker. It will. But that's, that's the only one I really breaker. see taking the hit. The huge hit. because uh, Family Guy's established. American yeah. Dad. Uh, American no Dad, is that still going? 
It's still going. It got yeah. picked up. Every, all of them are going. Seasons all of them are still CBS. going. Yeah, and th- those have already been established and don't see them going anywhere, much like The Simpsons and South Park. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but guys, we have reached the end of this week's episode. This was a, a chock full episode. We we covered quite a bit. Yeah, uh, and and we skipped shit like, on our fucking on the way to stick to the. I, mean, I think we only skipped two. We, <laughs> we actually stuck to it for once. We actually, for the most part, stuck no, to it. Uh, I kind of like do the three things, bro. Which, we That's yeah, okay. but I mean. We're never yeah, going to get to the, all of The this. last one I added, well, yeah, the last one I added was just like an afterthought. We actually only skipped two, and they were literally the last two items. Yeah, uh, that's true. But, but for, for time, for time's sake, um, we, 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 we're going to wrap it up here. Got to leave Are something for us. Are we going to wrap the premium later? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, we are going to be picking up on the... Uh, on the Pan- Pandora's Box podcast for those of you guys who don't know you can check it out on my Patreon page I will have a link in the description but if you are listening you want to check it out right now you can go to patreon.com forward slash Itachi266 and just for $2 a month you get access to our exclusive podcast called Pandora's Box also make sure you guys check out our merchandise we have uh, we have some uh, podcast merchandise and limited edition season one mugs are available in the shop as well. Once, unfortunately, they're once not the, the girthy uh, mugs. Who are you? They're not the girthy mugs. They won't be the girthy mugs. But once the thirty first of January rolls around, they will be gone forever. So get them while you can. Get them while they're hot. Get them while they're hot. Uh, before we ratchet, ra- ratchet, before we ratchet up the show, no, I wanted to say before we wrap up the show. As always, ratchet gotta give a up. shout out to my Patreons. <laughs> this is this is this is how this is why this is why they know Burn is the one with the, with the jokes. Can't let it slide. But uh, big shout out to uh, JoJo Dancer, Anna G, Harley Asylum. Uh, of course, two of the co-hosts, Bullet SpongeBob and Burn. Thank We're you guys as well. Losers. Sailor what, what Lion get, what, what and Boogie Jam. Oh, so, so he doesn't even pay attention when he's here. <laughs> well, you cut out, you cut out, you he cut doesn't out even pay headset. attention when cut, he's here. You cut out my headset. I'm sorry. Hey, Bullet. Oh. Uh, remember when you said, "I'm not just going to be the guy that's just there." I'm, <laughs> I was I was more active. Yep. So so thank you all to all of my Patreons. Really also, yeah, that was that was. So I was make sure that you, you uh, saw it. He saw it. Yeah, he was he was chit chat to himself. <laughs> but thank the you guys so much for tuning season. in this week. Yeah, I was, I wasn't muted there though, unfortunately. Yeah, that was weird timing. I'm not gonna lie, it was weird timing. Anyway, guys, make sure you follow me on Twitter. I will be leaving a lot of the links in the description as well. Uh, let us know what you thought about this week's episode. If you want to hear us discuss something, let us know in the Discord on Twitter. Follow the Instagram as well. You can find the Instagram. Uh, like I said, all those links will be in the description. Had a wonderful time. You guys stay safe out there, and we will catch you all the next what's up everyone project Atachi here did you enjoy the show if so think about supporting us on patreon or acast for exclusive perks content and more also visit our store the 
You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.